Hello, my brothers, your boy Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor, and welcome to Warrior on Fire Daily Fuel Edition. Today's topic is this, there's always risk. The question is, can you manage it? Sit back and relax, and welcome to today's Daily Fuel. My name is Bailey White. My dad is Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor. 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 <laughs> You're listening to Warrior on Fire. On Fire. All right, so one of the industries I have a passion for, my friends, is the construction industry. Why? Because I like things, I like to build shit. Now, that's ironic in the fact that I don't really have any skills to actually build shit for real, like in a physical space, like put up walls, put bricks up, etc. Although I did work in the concrete industry for three years, did roofing for a couple of years when I was a kid. Did a bunch of anyways. I, I love the industry of construction, most because I, like, I think I like the people in construction. Some people don't like the people in construction. I think that people in construction are assholes, they're too rough, or too this. But for a guy like me, I'm like, ah, dude, I fit right in, I love them. So I have a lot of clients in the real estate space, realtors. I have a lot of clients inside of our brotherhood uh, who are in the construction space, guys who do kitchens and countertops and roof and restoration. And we got a lot of real estate guys. Uh, again, it's a place I came from for, for nine years in real estate investing, construction, uh, investment banking, etc. So uh, nonetheless, we were having a conversation. I was having a conversation with one of my clients um, around this idea of risk. And he was talking about whether he should do a deal or he shouldn't do a deal. And we were talking through the, the entire deal. And after he explained through to me what was going on, I said, hey, sounds like an opportunity, but here's a question I have for you. What is the risk? Now, he was a little bit silent in this for a second, just like most people are, just like I was before I had mentors start asking this question to me because inherently inside ourselves, we tend to do the following. We think our ideas, we think our ideas are going to go up, are going to happen flawlessly. Now, I used to feel the exact same way. Back in 2006, I was out on a Mastercraft boat that I owned in Bear Lake where we had a cabin. I had a mentor of mine who at that time, at this, that time was alive, has now passed um, away, and a guy by the name of Mark Eldridge, one of the biggest builders in Salt Lake City, Utah. And I was sitting there in, uh, in the boat with him, and it was just him and I, and he, he asked me, things were going crazy with construction, we were building stuff like crazy, we were doing all kinds of stuff, but he had been in the game for 20 plus, 25 plus years. And uh, he gave me a suggestion that day, and he said, Garrett, he says, slow down. Slow down and start selling everything. And I was like, bah, what does this guy know? Like all ignorant assholes when you're young and stupid and someone who's in front of you, you don't listen to them. I don't know why. I think it's like a repeating pattern of life. So anyways, I don't listen to Mark. Um, and the next couple of years, everything turns in the marketplace. We get our asses handed to us, and the birth of Warrior came from the ashes of Garrett realizing that I had fucked up not only my business life, but I had fucked up my marriage and my entire life. And I didn't know how to be a father. I didn't know how to be a parent. I didn't know how to be a husband. I didn't know how to be like, I didn't know how to be all these things at once. And which is, I guess on a good side, good, because here we are doing daily fuel here in 2015, almost 10 years from the time I had this conversation on my boat in this lake. Um, I'm 39 years old now. You go back and do the math 10 years ago. You know, I'm 29 at that point. Obviously in my twenties, don't know a whole lot. Although in your twenties, you think you know a shitload, but you don't. So <clears throat> anyways, so one of the things that I refused to look at back then as a businessman and as a investor and builder is I never looked at the downside. I looked at it as like, oh, that's negative thinking. That's pessimistic. You shouldn't look at the downside. Da, 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 da. You should just focus on the positive and then build there and hope that on a you know, little happy little unicorn rainbow here, panda bears and happy fruit with a little pot of gold at the end of the rainbow and little leprechauns clicking their heels, that somehow this whole thing's just going to go well. It's just going to work out well. Everything's going to work out well. And I lived in this way of planning for life. I would plan for the best and prepare for the best. <laughs> I, seriously, I would plan for the best and I would prepare 
for the best. And that meant that I never actually would give myself permission to look at the dark side. Now, this was a huge foreshadowing for my life. Because during those times, too, all I ever really wanted to talk about was things that were happy and positive. I didn't want to talk about shit that was dark and addictions and pain and all these other realities inside of me. All I really wanted to discuss was the happy stuff. Let's just talk about the light. Let's talk about the upside. Let's talk about the good side. Let's talk about all these things up on top. But no, 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 no. I don't want to talk about the shit that sucks. I don't want to talk about the shit inside me. I want to talk about the shit outside of me. Let's talk about what you can see, but let's not talk about what's in me. And this same thing came down to the way I looked at deals and the way I looked at relationships and the way I looked at life. I looked at human beings from the same lens of what was possible. I didn't tend to look at human beings from the lens of what was the risk in being in a relationship with this person. See, to be in a relationship with me is risky. But the people who choose to be in a relationship with me, a.k.a. my clients, my friends, my family, I guess my family could choose out, and they have, man, shit, don't blame them. Uh, you know, I've chosen out. My wife almost chose out. My first wife chose out. Second wife almost chose out. I can understand it. No, no harm, no foul. I get it. I get it. Hard to be married to a guy like me. I'm all over the place. A little more grounded in my life now than I've ever been, but nonetheless, still I'm a lunatic. So to be here for my wife, hooch, kudos to her. She should get an award every like 48 hours and my children for being married to and having a father that's a lunatic. Now, the downside to this is that I'm a lunatic. The upside to this is I'm a leader and I'm a liberator and I'm a guy who leads and builds and creates and will never stop. And so my wife and our relationship had to make a decision. Do my assets outweigh my liabilities? Does my reward outweigh the risk that she takes in being married to me? Now, I'm an addict, drug addict, alcoholic. Like, these are things in my past, like this kind of shit, workaholic, I'm a workaholic. Like, I'm an addict at the core. This is a risk. Now, the reward for being an addict is, is when I choose to do something productive, I fucking smash it. Now, I don't know how that works out for you. For my client that we were having the conversation with today, I know this about him too. When he chooses things, he's an addict too. When he chooses things, he fucking smashes them. So the only thing I was asking him going into this was not whether or not the deal was good. It sounded beautiful. My question to him is, what's the dark side of the deal? What's the dark side of the deal? What is the risk? And so we started to discuss it and we started to look at it and we realized that he needed to make three or four big moves in order to fully investigate the risk of being in this deal. Now, here's a question for you, though. How does the knowing the risk actually empower you to go chase the reward? See, without being a delusional little happy fairy and being like, oh, everything's going to work out good. And I'm sorry, with all my freaking Christian friends, I get it. Listen, guys, I... I have a real hard time with people who run around in bondage in their lives, who do not live lives that are liberated, who simply want to run around and preach the name of Jesus. Now listen, I get that you are saved, but the downside risk to you running around with a happy bear story, happy panda bear story about, hey, I'm saved, that means I can be a lazy ass in my life, is not working. There might be nothing you can do to get grace up in your life, right? You accept Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, you're a Christian, awesome. Put Him in your heart, accept Him with your mouth, and then live as a witness, right? But the problem is living as a witness means you must be willing to do hard shit. That means you're going to have to take some risks, kind of like Jesus did, took some risks. If He opens His mouth and shares His message, Pilate even says, listen, dude, do me a favor, please. Just like pretend, let's just pretend like you didn't say you're the son of God. Can you please pretend that for me for a second? Because if you do, these idiots out here, they want me to kill you. I don't have a problem with you. Like, you're not a threat to me. I don't have any problem with you at all. I actually, my wife's had a dream about you. Like, I feel like I'm kind of connected in this thing. Like, I don't really want to issue this order. 
to have you crucified. This is not good. Like, I don't want my hands all up in this. I think you're a nice guy. You seem like a nice guy. The easy way out on this is just deny that you said you were the Son of God. Just like, pretend like you didn't say that part, bro, and we're good. You're, you're a good speaker. You're a great guy. I mean, you got fabulous hair. You've got an amazing beard. Whatever the conversation went down with, I wasn't there. I know people are like, oh, this is sacrilegious. I'm like, dude, listen, they weren't back then talking under some of the ways I hear people talk about it now. They were real human beings having real conversations just like you and I and just like my client and I this morning and just like me having conversations that are real with my wife just like I'm being real with you here. So quit putting this up in some fantasy land movie that somehow would just happen with this like dramatic music effect behind it. No, it was two dudes having a conversation. One was the son of God and here is this leader in the Roman Empire and they're having a talk and they're talking man to man. And he's like, listen, dude, just if you will do this, you can avoid the risk. Just say this, you can avoid the risk. But Jesus knew the risk. The crazy thing about the Jesus story that I love so much is like Jesus knew the risk, but he kind of didn't. How do we know this? Because when he gets in the garden of Gethsemane, he starts to have this whole other experience. He actually asks his father, our father, he says, listen, if there is another way, please, please, can we allow this cup to pass from me? Can we allow the bitter strains of this experience that I'm going through? The risk and the pain of this shit is heavy. And again, on the cross, crucified, and the message comes again. And he's like, man, Father, Father, where art thou? Why hast thou forsaken me? Feels like he's all alone on this suffering in his risk. But see, he knew something different. He knew and discovered the risk as he went along, but he also had a perception of the risk before he got into it. To this end was I born. For this purpose have I come into the world. And so you and I day to day, it's no different. My client this morning, listen, he has a big vision for where he's going with his business. Business does millions and millions of dollars a year. He needed to make some big decisions today in how he deals with personnel, also with how he deals in conversation with some different deals that are going around. And I just asked him the same thing. I'm like, listen, if you're going to play this game, what's the dark side? What's the risk? Involved in this. Now, have you considered that your, your resistance to look at the risk, your resistance to look at the darkness has nothing to do with the darkness. It has to do with you. It has to do with the fear of you and you. And that when you become less afraid of you, you become more committed to looking at the risk and then hence understanding the risks of the game. You're willing to make a leap for the rewards. See, there's a risk. There's a risk to be a believer today. There's a risk to be a knower. See, a knower is different than a believer a believer don't risk much. A believer says, hey, I believe in Jesus. That's fantastic. I believe in Jesus. Good for you. I'm glad that you believe in Jesus. Why accept Jesus in my heart? I'm like, awesome, but your life is not working. Like, you're over here preaching Jesus, but when I look at your life, it's not working. You're talking a big game, but your results don't show anything. And I remember the same person you're speaking of, this Jesus, he also said, by their fruit you shall know them. So show me some fruit. Show me some evolution. Show me some progress. Show me some growth line upon line. Precept upon precept. Here a little, there a little. Please show me your light expanding greater and greater until the perfect day. Show me that you're growing. And how do we grow? Well, we're willing to manage the risk, manage rewards, and go anyways. See, courage, courage comes in our lives when we can clearly see the risk and we still go. We take that risk on a relationship. We're like, you know what? I've been fucking this relationship up for 10 years. I'm an asshole. I'm not the husband I should be. I've been screwing around. I've been cheating on my wife or I've been emotionally cheating or I've been ignoring and sedating and hiding or I haven't been speaking about the way I feel and I've been not showing up as a man. I've been showing up as a complete weak 
human being. I'm not showing up as a man. Definitely not a warrior man. Definitely not a man who would be known as a knower, not a believer. See, a knower takes the principles of God and applies them in his life. And he lives those principles every single day. Even when there's huge resist, risk in running them. He speaks the truth to his wife, even if it's fucking painful. Even if it hurts. Even more importantly, when it does hurt. Because those are the most important conversations that you can have. And so there's a risk today. There's a risk to be somebody who knows. There's a risk to be a knower because to be a knower requires you to put your ass on the line. It requires you to look foolish. It requires you to try. It requires you to put effort into the game. And yet at the end of the day, I'd have you considered the greatest rewards in all of our lives will always come as we've transcended the greatest risks. Relationships are risk. Guys are risk. They always will be. You're a risk to your wife. She's a risk to you. You're a risk to your kids as a parent because you're in and out. You're inconsistent. So am I, and I get it. And the one thing that's beautiful about the Jesus story I love so much is that grace itself is sufficient. And what I mean by that is that no matter how you showed up yesterday, no matter how you showed up two weeks ago, no matter how you showed up this morning, this afternoon, tonight, guess what? You can choose something different today. You could choose to show up differently. You can choose to create something different. And the atonement and the forgiveness of principle that's available inside that story is so beautiful and so wonderful. And you can't earn that. You can't earn it, but you can ask for it. You can seek for it. You can knock for it. And it shall be open, given, and you shall receive it. And in that place, then, take a new step forward and ask yourself, okay, from this place, what do I want? From this place, what are the risks of staying? What are the risks of going? What are the rewards of staying? What are the rewards of going? And once you're clear about those, guess what? Take a leap, brother. Take a leap. And so here's my question for you today. Specifically, specifically inside of the relationships you're in, what are the risks you are currently incurring in your marriage, with your family, with your clients, with your business partners? But more importantly, what are the rewards that you're reaching for beyond those risks? No human being comes to the table perfect. You're not perfect. Your wife's not perfect. You're going to mess things up. It's just the way life is. You're going to mess it up. You're going to learn to grow together. You're going to learn to be in pain together. You're going to learn to leverage each other's risks and reach towards the rewards. Your rewards, oftentimes, your strengths are going to offset her weakness and vice versa. her. So are going to do the same for yours. And so maybe it's time to not only acknowledge your risk, but at the same time, time to acknowledge the reward of what it is to be in that relationship. And so my challenge for you is this. Although you've acknowledged the risk in being in the relationship, my challenge for you is to answer this question. What are you actually working towards in that relationship? What do you want? Interestingly enough, throughout this entire fuel up, this is the exact same question I asked my client. What do you want? What do you want from this game? He was very clear. My question for you is, are you clear? All right, my friends, that wraps up this day with you. I hope you had a fantastic journey with me today. Here's a couple of reminders. If you're not currently subscribed up on iTunes, head on over to Warrior on Fire on iTunes and get yourself subscribed. Leave me a review and leave a rating. I know like the first 10 ratings are reviews of people who think I'm an idiot. That's okay. That's okay. I love it. I appreciate it anyways because it still pushes the podcast up to the top. <laughs> so anyways, if you want to leave us a rating, we'd love to hear it. 
Uh, share it with your friends and people you think might get value from this. We're getting thousands and thousands and thousands of subscribers every single week. We appreciate you, and we appreciate that the message is hitting home with you. On top of this, if you'd like action, access to the action guides that hit every single day, you can head on over to warrioronfire.com, put your email in, click submit. You're going to get access to two powerful things. Number one, a daily action guide with the tips, tricks, and points of reference for each of these daily fuels compacted and con are customized down into a small little digestible thing every single day, as well as the quote of the day, question of the day, and the challenge of the day. Um, on top of this, also you're going to get a free video bonus training that's going to take you through the tips and tricks of how to live this game we call Core 4 inside your own life. Also, for those warrior men wanting the bigger story around what we do here in our warrior brotherhood and the movement that's changing the world with Wake Up Warrior Academy, head on over to wakeupwarrior.com, put your email and click submit, and you'll have access to that documentary right away. Thanks so much for being here today, my friends. I'm out. My name is Garrett T. White. Signing off, saying love and light. Good morning, good afternoon, good morning, and good, good afternoon, night. And good night. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warrior on Fire. On Fire. <laughs> Share this with other men you feel need to, need hear. to hear. Don't forget to give us a review in, in iTunes, iTunes and subscribe. So, is there a website? Wake up, Warrior. Wake up, Warrior. For more information and other amazing content for warrior men just like you, head on over to GarrettJWhite.com now. Yeah.